Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. I'm your host, Carly, and I'll be your guide on this journey from consciousness to cluelessness and back around again. Thanks for joining me for another Sunday solo episode. Whether it's Sunday night, you're getting ready for the week, Monday morning, you're on your way to work, or whatever day this podcast has found you, I'm really glad you're here. So I have been creatively tapped this weekend after working on the self-love reset course. If you listen to this podcast or you follow along with stuff I'm doing, you'll know that it was quite the challenge, but it's out there and I'm super excited. If you haven't checked it out yet, I'll put it in the show notes. But as I was thinking about things I wanted to talk about tonight, there's a long list I keep on my phone of things that I will talk about on the podcast, but all of them felt so exhausting. I didn't feel up for it, and I've felt like I need a reset, and I need a little bit of breathing room tonight. So I figured I would do that kind of reset, that deep breathing and do that on the podcast. So what does that mean? First, I am going to take a few deep breaths because I am going to pull a tarot card. I've been feeling kind of out of sorts. I've been feeling a little tired today, just all of the things. And sometimes that's helpful for me to just get a message, to read it. You don't have to live and die by your tarot cards or any kind of affirmation cards or anything you have like that. But it's fun to pull a card when you're in a space where you're kind of all over and just see what it says and just see what can I take from this? What can I learn from this moment? And it's a good jumping off point for me, at least. And take a nice few deep breaths here. Take some nice deep breaths with me. Good. I'm using the Light Sears Tarot by Chris Ann. I've been using this a lot. If you follow me on Patreon, you'll be seeing that I pull a card every week for my patrons, and I've been using this deck a lot. Or if you um, have or are wanting to come to a new moon party, which the next one is Saturday, March 13th, I use these cards there too. So I am just shuffling the deck. You guys are hearing me do this. This is literally what I do sometimes to process. I'm shuffling. It's a beautiful deck. The illustrations are beautiful. I always tap on the deck to wake it up. I know that sounds extra woo-woo, but ever since I read that, I've done that for so long that it's just kind of a part of the ritual. All right, I am just asking for some guidance, some grounding. What message do I need right now to start the week? What message do we all need right now to start the week? Let's see what we come up with. Oh, wow. It's the Nine of Swords. That's really interesting. Nine of Swords. That was a card that came up in another reading I was in. So the Nine of Swords, I'm going to read you this. See how it relates. This is, I asked just what message did I need for the week. 
Nine of Swords. What's keeping you up at night, sweet seer? This card suggests a time in your life when negative thoughts are gaining momentum and when you may find yourself expanding too much energy worrying about the future. Perception is everything. So don't allow negative self-talk to trip you up. If a pessimistic mindset spirals wildly out of control, it can lead to anxiety, stress, or depression, even when your thoughts carry no truth. Are you imagining the worst instead of activating the best? Flip your perspective and send nurturing, loving thoughts to your situation to overcome any disturbing thoughts. Look to the light in your situation and notice that even the tiniest window of brightness can keep fear at bay. Use your light to expose the illusions and allow worries to dissipate and soften as your bad dreams are illuminated for what they really are. A mantra for this would be, I see my fears as the illusions that they are. Wow, I see my fears as the illusions that they are. Ooh, I don't know about y'all, but I got some goosebumps. That is so interesting. Of course, it always is. But as I was struggling through this process of getting this course up and kind of catching up on my creative personal business endeavors, I was just starting to have a little bit of that imposter voice come into my head like maybe this is too hard for a reason. Maybe you need to chill out. Why haven't more people bought it? All the things that you shouldn't think, I was starting to think. And those negative thoughts, they they can't gain momentum. We can't let them. Because that's what trips us up. I've talked about this so much on here. I've talked about it with my friends. I talk I think about it all the time. This concept I learned in my yoga teacher training, and for those of you who have heard me say this, I'm so sorry, but this idea that we create our own suffering. I remember learning about the kleshas. I should talk more about this because it's really interesting, these beautiful teachings of yoga, and that'll be a whole other podcast that I want to get into more and more about um, expanding how I talk about yoga because it's more than the physical practice and all that. So anyway... Path to suffering, the most well-worn path that we are usually on is the one that we cause ourselves suffering. So it's not the friends and the family and the societal situations, not to say that there are not people who have situations that cause them suffering. That is not their choice. That is not what I mean at all. However, oftentimes, we are the ones that put ourselves in that suffering that feeling of suffering. It is related to a quote that I've actually learned in this newer training I'm doing about meditation that he said, and by he I mean my teacher, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. I'll have to look at the the quote. It's something like that. Pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. So we're going to experience these bad things, or I'm going to have hang-ups in trying to get this course on the internet because apparently that needed to be that drawn out. Okay, fine. Those things are going to happen, but the suffering part, the how we react to it really is what we're talking about. How do I react to that? 
There were moments I didn't react great, spending hours and hours on customer service lines. That's nobody's favorite day. But reacting to it and realizing, okay, what can I learn? How can I do this better next time? What do I know now? And not dwelling on it, not dwelling on those negative thoughts, not dwelling on the what are you doing? What do you think you're doing? And switch it, that perspective like the card talked about and just saying, okay, what am I learning here? What am I gaining? What did I get from this situation that I will take with me and that's going to make all the difference? And for me, this Nine of Swords card connects to manifesting too. So it's about perspective. It's looking at this physical state in front of us and believing, okay, that's an illusion. That is just what I'm seeing right now. What is mine is what I'm manifesting and what I'm working on and working towards. That's what's mine. And not letting those negative thoughts that are trying to tell you you're not getting there or what you're seeing is all you're going to get, not letting those take over. That is honestly half the battle, if not more. Most of the battle, I'm not even sure. But this is your reminder to be a little easier on yourself. Be easier on yourself and don't let those negative thoughts take over. And it's not a perfect system. It happens. It totally happens. But practicing and thinking about it and being conscious of it, it makes us realize it's happening sooner and sooner every time. And then we can catch it and counteract it. And then it just gets easier and easier and easier every single time. And this is the work I really want to be talking about and continuing on because the more we think about these things, the easier stuff gets. It's just true. It's been a fact for me. It doesn't make those problems go away. It doesn't make things perfect. It just makes my ability to deal with it a thousand times better. And like learning to trust myself and really hold myself and give myself that grace. And that, wow, what a perfect segue. I didn't even plan this. And that is the perfect segue into reminding you about this course. Because I'm just genuinely so excited about it that I can't stop talking about it. Just because I want to share it. It's, it's seven days. It's an email a day. It's about resetting our understanding of self-love because that understanding and that knowledge and that ability to love ourselves through this bullshit that happens sometimes, that's the battle. That right there is it. That's what allows you to not take hold of those negative thoughts. I could keep going on this. I could just pull a tarot card every podcast episode and we'd have a lot to talk about. Nine of Swords. I see my fears as the illusions that they are. My wish for you tonight is if you have any fears pop up, you will see them as an illusion and see the truth. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you're enjoying this podcast, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If you want to help me get this into the ears of more listeners, send it to a friend, text it to a family member, share on social media. Whatever you can do really helps me out. 
If you want to be read on air as a podcast review of the week, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. And finally, if you haven't checked out what's going on on Patreon yet, head over to patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and check it out. Until next time.